on this Aviation special, we chat with three AV professionals uh, who had a difficult time in 2020, uh, but are already coming around in 2021, helping the house of worship market out of Oklahoma City. All that and more next on this Aviation special. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is an AV Nation special, a fresh start in Oklahoma City. It's Tim Albright with AV Nation, with an AV Nation special, taking a look at kind of a rebirth of an Oklahoma City uh, AV uh, integration team. With me today, uh, first and foremost, is Robert Scott. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Good to be here, Tim. Also, uh, not to be confused, the Scott Lopez. Uh, how are you, sir? Hi, I'm doing well. Thanks, Tim. Absolutely. And last but not least, Zane uh, Hedger. Welcome, sir. Good morning. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. So let's take a, a look here. You guys have been involved in, in the house of worship market for a long time. Um, you worked for a company called Fowler AV, as well as under uh, AV Design uh, Solutions. So, Robert, I want to start with, with you on this. Um, take us through kind of 2020 and, and not to not to be, you know, make light of anything. 2020 was a pretty rough year for folks. Um, and, you know, you guys, you know, obviously, you know, felt some of that as well. Kind of take me through kind of the, the what, what happened with with you guys and Fowler at the end of 2020. Yeah. So 2020 started off um, very well, actually. And uh, the uh, the job list, the hot list was was pretty long and, and pretty prominent. And uh, the uh, we were actually out on a project on the third week of March. Uh, Scott. Dwayne, the installers, everybody was down on a project in Florida and the, the panic of COVID hit and they were actually worried about whether or not they were even going to be able to get home uh, at that point, third week of March. Um, at that point, all of our projects kind of pumped the brakes. The house of worship market is very conservative uh, in the way it operates and so we literally went from the third week of March to the first week of December without any sizable integration projects. Uh, we spent that time extremely busy doing a lot of uh, streaming projects, uh, PTZ cameras, uh, encoders, um, so that our church partners could get online. However, those are extremely low margin <clears throat> projects and you got to do a whole lot of them. Um, and we didn't have the bandwidth to do that much, not to mention there were no products available. So we had, we had box sales that we did in March that we didn't actually get product to the end users until June. Oh, wow. um, and so just because manufacturers ran out of everything, um, very nice integration project to kick off December. However, 10 months and uh, not near enough revenue to offset expenses. Uh, owner of the company came into my office on the 28th of December and says, Hey, I'm not, I'm not willing to invest anymore. And uh, we're going to shut down the company effective immediately. Oh, wow. 
Uh, 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 Scott, I want to kind of before we before finish this conversation or finish this this the rest of the story, talk for a second about that transition in the house of worship market. Um, you know, a number of folks, AV uh, end users that are um, they work, you know, in in the industry. A lot of them volunteer uh, at houses of worship uh, throughout the country, throughout the world. Uh, but talk about that transition that happened uh, in March and April, where you know churches and synagogues. Um, we're suddenly told you can't have people uh, in, in your sanctuary, which is what they do on a weekly basis, and how you guys were able to help them transition uh, into more of an online, more of a virtual world. Um, I don't know. Did you mean me or Robert? Yes, Scott. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> the transition was, I mean, it was very natural, and we were already doing a lot of the the streaming things and um, – but it was in its, I, I don't, I don't want to say infancy, but it was a very much an add-on to, to what we were already doing. Um, we saw a full transition really fast, or as fast as we could make it, um, because, you know, like Robert mentioned, the product uh, um, availability just wasn't there. But um, we were equipped um, as far as the knowledge and the experience on how to do that. Um, so we made a really quick transition in the way we were doing business uh, with our customers. Um, and like Robert said, there just wasn't enough of it. Um, we weren't on site anymore. My primary job with uh, Fowler and AV Design was that customer integration side. So I had a hybrid role as project manager al along with the project manager we brought on Dwayne Herndon. Um, and also running technical services in general, so everything that that involved. So what I saw personally was a shift from um, heavy customer interaction to design um, and lots of that work and just trying to stay ahead of uh, how quick that trend changed um, from, you know, getting out and and doing the nuts and bolts of a job to sending equipment out to customers and then um, trying to assist them in getting that up and running. So that was the real change right there. All right. Uh, Zane, we're going to get to you here in a second. Robert, take me back through and, and, and you know, we're, we're at the end of December, 1st of January. Um, owner has shut it down. Obviously you guys then are, are, are out of work. Um, You've been doing uh, AV for for a minute or two. Uh, it's it been, you know, a Fowler. I want to say was was around for about thirty or forty years. Um, talk about, you know, kind of how um, conference technologies came in then um, and started working with you guys. And in in, in essence, uh, it, it, and I want to be make sure I'm, I'm clear on this. Conference technologies did not purchase um, Fowler at all. Fowler, the owner of the Fowler, shut it down. But but they did ramp up and and basically start a branch, another branch um, for themselves using uh, a lot of you guys. So talk about that for a second. So yeah, Tim, the the our core group of uh, Scott Zane and I have actually been together for twenty years now. Um, we we all started at Fowler within a month of each other uh -huh. uh, back in back in twenty or er, in uh, two thousand. Um, our, you know, the first thing for me being the elder statesman of the group, uh, <laughs> was, was to lick my wounds a little bit. The, that first week, uh, Scott actually reached out, 
almost immediately and says, okay, what's the next step here? And I said, well, I don't want to talk about anything until after the holidays over. And so uh, we actually got together on January the 4th and had a conversation about, <clears throat> hey, let's just start our own company. Um, and uh, Scott kind of had a side hustle. He, uh, he was working with, so he had a, he had a, uh, a federal ID number already set up and, uh, and a little company that he was working on. And so we immediately jumped in and, uh, started calling, uh, Fowler customers that we actually had contracts on, uh, for projects that needed to move forward to get their buy-in and make sure that they were willing to uh, proceed with us. Um, I reached out to Zane. He didn't, he didn't know what direction he wanted to go yet, but we had a conversation about, Hey, if you want to reach out to your people or if your people reach out to you um, and, and you bring in business to the table, we can, we can do uh, that and get you some compensation as we, as we land these projects. Um, that quickly turned to us figuring out that um, setting up dealerships as uh, as a, a co-owner partnership company was, was going to be extremely difficult um, just to be able to get product. Yeah. Uh, in the interim, the, uh, our Panasonic representative, um, Gary Berkemeyer, who is based out of St. Louis, uh, reached out to me and he says, hey, have you ever heard of a company called CTI? And I said, not even once. Um, he goes, conference technologies, they're huge. And I said, well, we in our market have never have never run into them. So, no, I haven't heard of them. He goes, well, they have a they have a regional VP that not only is a customer, but he's a friend of mine, uh, George Sherman, who's based in Wichita. Yep. And uh, here's his phone number. And I'm going to tell him that uh, you're going to contact him. And uh, I said, well, you know, Gary, I think we're, we're kind of wanting to do our own thing here. Um, and he said, well, you know, I'm, I'm still going to tell him you're going to reach out. And so uh, I, I literally I had a quick maybe 10 minute conversation with George on the phone. And within like 15 minutes, I started getting text messages from John Laughlin. Um, and uh, we set up a, uh, a weekend conversation. John was actually traveling the end of that week. And uh, I literally, I was, I was sitting on the roof of my house taking down Christmas lights when John called me. And uh, we had a nice conversation that afternoon and uh, kind of told him what our plans were and the direction we were wanting to go. And he just, he reiterated the fact that he felt it was, a, it was pretty tough to get started from scratch, uh, especially in a cash business, yeah. uh, in, in today's climate and that, uh, you know, he would really be interested, wanted to know a lot about our team and, and what all we brought to the table as far as how many salespeople do you have engineering? Do you have in install, uh, techs? Do you have a project manager? Um, so we had a, we had a nice conversation and I told him, I said, well, Scott and I are actually working on a job together this next week. And uh, we're going to be 20 feet in the air on a scaffold for, uh, for several days. Uh, we'll have some conversations. Um, we, had, we had kind of bounced around some, some ideas. And um, I told John we'd, we'd uh, connect on uh, that following Thursday. Uh, Scott and I both felt 
were feeling the same frustration uh, because we were in a divide and conquer mode as far as you sign up for this and I'll sign up for that and we'll uh, we'll try and get this thing rolling so that we can purchase product. And um, we agreed that uh, this this was probably going to be the best thing for all of us, not just uh, individually, but but corporately and our and our whole team. Uh, reached out to Zane, made sure he was on board. Uh, we scheduled a, a Teams call with John Laughlin on uh, on the fifteenth, Friday the fifteenth of January, and. I would say within about 45 minutes, John said, hey, let's bring the whole team on board. So um, that's kind of how the whole process went down. And, you know, it, it, uh, CTI enabled us to literally keep our group intact. And uh, they were very interested in the fact that uh, the house of worship is, is what our company was built on and what we knew. Um, because CTI, the reason we hadn't run into them is they really don't do much in the house of worship market. So um, that's kind of how everything went down. And uh, I guess 10 days later, we were, uh, we were in orientation. So. All right. uh, Zane, real quickly, I kind of talk for a second about what that means, not just to your team, obviously keeping together a team is, is important, especially during some of these, these, these you know, difficult times of a company shutting down and, and coming to a new one but also to your customers, right? I mean, you guys have been together for 20 years. Certainly you've got relationships that last probably even longer than that. What does this mean to, to the customers you guys are trying to serve and, and to those users? Well, they're, they're pretty thrilled. Um, early on, I've been reaching out to some of these customers I've had for years and years and years that are literal friends at this point. Yeah. And um, they're thrilled. Um, I get responses of, I'm so happy to hear this. Said so we we didn't have a clue where to go, who to deal with. So we were we were pretty unique in what we did with the House of Worship for so long, and they've they've just developed a, an element of trust with you know myself and Robert on the front line, but all of our team coming in behind us. <clears throat> we've just established that uh, relationship that they don't want to lose. Uh, you know, with uh, with the House of Worship market. They can't, uh, they can't afford to get ripped off and they don't want to look stupid and, and trying to pull things off for media. And um, that's where we came in and, and they're, they're real comfortable having that still around. All right, very good. Well, gentlemen, seriously, congratulations on still being able to, to service your customers and your clients and, and keeping, uh, keeping the band together, as it were. Uh, thank you so much, Robert. I'll, I'll let you kind of say the last word on this. How do people connect with you if they're looking uh, either for somebody in, in uh, OKC, Oklahoma City, or uh, as you guys mentioned, the House of Worship is kind of your, uh, the area you focus on. How do people connect with you guys? Well, they can reach out to us through uh, conferencetechnologies.com. Uh, or conferencetech.com. Very good. Yeah, we'll put a link to, to that um, and, and your guys' email on, on this episode's page. Thank you, gentlemen, so much. Uh, Robert Scott, uh, Mr. Scott Lopez, and Zane Hedger, uh, the new OKC, uh, Oklahoma City uh, branch of Conference Technologies. Uh, for us, for Aviation, go by our website, aviation.tv. That's aviation.tv. You'll find this program and a host of others. All that and more at aviation.tv. That's aviation.tv. 